and then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Kimberly Jensen. Excited to be here with you. I know it's been a few the holidays are upon us, October, November, December. It's like a big blur. It's like a big party that never stops. And so I will, um, I, you know, I, I do feel like I map out this time, but it's just been getting a little crazy. So um, I will be, I'll do my, I'll do better, y'all. I'm sorry. I got, I heard, I heard you. I'm here and I, and I will do better. I just found the craziest whisker from my dog and it's so large. Sorry. That was a squirrely moment. Um, this is the. This is brought to you by the. Uh, it comes from a very high-end podcast studio, also known as my bedroom floor. Currently, if you've ever thought about doing a podcast, don't ever let anything stop you because you don't need tools. You don't need anything. You literally need this free app, and that's pretty much about it. And maybe some topics. But if you're like me, you just roll with by the seat of your pants and topics come to you because you pray for them. <laughs> uh, but for real, it, it, that's how it works. So um, I do want to share today. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by my amazing greens. I have been taking these greens for so long now and people always ask, how do you make sure you get all those greens in your diet? Uh, I don't. I add them to my shake, but I can't do like fresh greens for some reason. They make me very have a very interesting stomach for the rest of the afternoon or rest of the day and so I have to I just add the a powdered form and I love what I found the price is right um you can check my show notes for those today and you can start adding those into your smoothies what I love most is I add them into my kids smoothies and I feel like I'm winning as a mother I'm getting in all the greens and they don't even know it it's like a sick joke I win (laughs) um okay today I want to talk about busy to not be busy and I, an assumption that I feel like I get a lot and I just kind of want to talk about it. I want to break it down. I want to maybe, you know, pick it apart and kind of see that it, see it for what it is and see that there, it's not as, um, there is a lot more to it than there's more, there's more structure to not having a, to creating a schedule with pause and peace um, so that even in the busy, you still have moments of clarity. Um, So that's what I want to talk about today. So I think, you know, I get, I get it a lot. Like you seem so busy. You're so busy. You know, here's the thing. Four kids, no matter what is busy in itself, right? Like you have four kids. They all have friends. They all have different activities. They all have library books. They all have lunches. They all have bedtimes. They all have clothes. They all have, you know, so whatever that is times four, it just makes things a little bit more busy. And but at the same time, also, it becomes part of your norm. So my husband and I always say this anytime we come upon like a parent that's new, like, I don't know how you guys do four. And it really just becomes what you know, right? Like, it's not any less hectic than maybe someone with two kids or one kid or whatever. It's just what you've come to strive in, right? Like you learn what you grow in. And so be, be you know, know that because I feel like that's like a little piece to this puzzle that really... um changes a lot of how the this whole thing goes. Um, but all that to say, uh, you know, so one of the things that James and I are really adamant about is we try not to let the kids' schedule be like our everything, right? Like 
I have a daughter who could literally do every activity under the sun. She is a natural athlete. She thrives in dance. She's a gymnast. She, you know, swims. Like she could literally do anything and everything. But we know what we feel like when we are overpacked. And so we think of the same thing for our kids. Plus, dinner times and being home with the family is so important in my for for us as a family that I really try to prioritize it so that we do feel connected and together and like we have that time just to be us. And so that takes intentionality and scheduling, just like scheduling nothing. Um, a lot of times we we hurry to do nothing. Uh, we, we jam pack in days so that we can do nothing later or do nothing in that afternoon. And the same goes for my kids. Like Saturday morning, they might wake up and it's like, hey guys, we're gonna quickly do like X, Y, and Z so that we can do whatever we wanna do. And I will tell you that that goes, um, that goes so far into our kids, um, it teaches our kids to, to schedule nothing, teaches our kids to see what it's like to sit down and just have in a movie without our phones or our computers or whatever. Um, being intentional about showing our kids what it looks like to relax because in today's society, we're taught that hustle, 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 just keep going. Who cares about sleep? And I was a culprit. I was 100% a culprit and drove myself into the ground. Um, you know, I look back and I don't regret any of it, but I definitely feel like I rushed through a lot of some of those sweet moments. And so I just challenge you to take a step back and look at your schedule and make sure that you're scheduling nothing. Schedule the quiet. Schedule the time to just be on your back patio and stare out at the trees or go for the walk in the park or do something that gets you that vitamin D and gets you the smile on your face and brings the joy into your heart. And yes, that takes in it takes being intentional, but once you kind of see how much it pours back into you and your family and you know, scheduling the like, hey, let's just go play catch or let's go kick the soccer ball around or play some basketball or whatever, the more all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, that really um, serves us as a family. We That really is goes a long way. You really do begin to feel better about whatever you've kind of got going on in your life. And so um, I think sometimes we just assume we have to go, 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 go. And, and we do like life is busy and we kind of do have to keep moving, but we definitely have the capacity to also take a breath and just enjoy the life that you have created with your loved ones and to make the game nights and to take out time to smell the roses, so to speak. Um, but it, it isn't something that comes necessarily natural and so you're going to have to figure out how to to do that. You know, for me, I I I have to like plan my uh, to-do list so that I can quickly, you know, okay, I got to tackle this so that I can do nothing later. I can I know that this is going to bug me if I don't do it now. So I'm going to go ahead and do this now so that I'm not thinking about it later. And all of that um, comes from planning, you know, accordingly having those. I know if you listen to my podcast a couple days ago, I talked all about those lists and how, you know, sometimes we, we let something plague us. Like I feel like birthdays for me is a big one. You know, I'm always, especially because I'm host, if I'm hosting like a birthday party, this is just an example. But if I, all I can think about is like, man, I got to get those party favors and I got to make sure I have the cake and I got to make sure I got this, that, and the other. If I have that already all planned and I know exactly what I'm ordering and I know what I'm doing, 
then I, you take off that thing in your brain, which is why I'm such an advocate for writing things down because I feel like it allows you, um, it allows you to breathe. It allows you to have that peace that surpasses all understanding because you've written down the things. You have a list of things that need to get done, but you have an organizational system that allows you to know when you're going to get them done so that you can be fully present in those times. And that is life-giving. That goes so far. Um, and I, I can't express enough how getting weird and organized ahead of time really will pour into you in so many ways later in your schedule and really allow you to have that quiet present moment with your family and be quiet and present and have clarity with your husband. Um, but that takes those, those, you know, uh, monthly sit downs and, you know, taking maybe an hour out of your month, out of your month to plan the next quarter. But the more we do that, the more we are going to be more present in everything that we do. And so I just want to challenge you to reflect on your own schedule. Look at what you've got going on and see where you have some wiggle room to really maybe put forth some better organizational systems so that you can really be present, really have those quiet moments and, just appreciate, you know, what's in front of you and the life that you have and all that, you know, all that's right there. Because those are the moments that I think pour into the memory bank that last forever. It's always when I, you know, if I ask, if when we do highs and lows with my kids, the things that stick out are always the moments where I'm fully present fully engaged and doing something that is both for them and for me where I also look like I'm having fun and I also am enjoying whatever it is that we're doing that's when I see the true joy come out and that's what I seek for every single day so I just short and sweet today but I just think it's so important in this culture of hustle 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 go 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 the the busier you are the better you know beat the the early bird beats the worm and don't get me wrong I am an advocate for that getting up early and getting things done because I do think that that goes into, um, you know, allowing those quiet moments later when you are fully engaged and you get the things done that you need to do. For me, that workout, that will plague me. If I push that till the afternoon, it's going to plague me for the entire day. And so I don't do it. I just know myself. I know I need to be all in, in that moment. Boom, bang, bang, bing, bang, boom, (laughs) other way around. Um, but yes, I feel that, that just goes, that just is such a driving factor. So um, schedule nothing, friends, and watch your entire life change. Leave space in the emptiness and don't feel like you have to fill every moment with something. It's the moments that have nothing that sometimes are the sweetest moments of all. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I sure hope that it gave you just a little bit of, hey, maybe it gave you permission. Maybe it, maybe you think I'm always on the go, 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 doing, 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 hustling, hustling, hustling. But the reality is I hustle to be quiet with my kids. I hustle to be without something to do. 
Um, and that is that just speaks into my family's life in ways that I would never be able to get back. And so I challenge you to do the same um, because you will be so grateful and your family needs that moment because they are hustling, hustling, hustling. So be, be, be reminded that you can also create that space for them as well and watch their whole life change too. Being helpful. Is that not one of the most common things your mom and dads are saying or your teachers? Be helpful, be helpful, be helpful. And yet, how are you always being helpful? Would you ever get anything else done if you're just being helpful to everyone else? I thought I would break this down because I think that there is such a simple way to be helpful every day, whether it's to your mom, to your teacher, to your dad, to your sibling. And I like to think of it almost as like a little act of kindness every day because even the simple question, hey mom, how can I be helpful to you, is will be more than your parent ever expected for you to say and will go such a long way. So then instead of you guessing how to be helpful, of course there's those obvious moments, right? It's like when your mom is struggling with a car seat and someone's crying and a pacifier drops on the floor, rather than aiding in that chaos of that moment, you can simply just grab the pacifier, clean it off and pop it in the baby's mouth, which stops the crying, helps the mom and bada bing, bada boom. But sometimes it's not always that simple. It's not always right in front of you like that. If your teacher's walking along and drops all of her papers, of course, instead of just keep walking, you stop and help her pick them up. Opening and uh, holding open a door for your friend is helpful and kind. But again, those are obvious moments. And sometimes it's not always that simple. But the truth is, a little act of kindness goes a long way. And so does the statement, hey, mom, or hey, teacher, or hey, dad, how can I be helpful? Because then they're going to give you that specific thing of, hey, if you could just go and grab those shoes for your little brother or, hey, could you go grab the trash? I'm taking out all the trash. It's garbage night. And boom, helpful. Actually, yes, my little man, you could run down uh, to Mrs. Smith's room and grab a stapler because we are out in our room. That would be so helpful. And the cool thing about asking that question, how can I be helpful, is sometimes it ignites a a question in the that person's mind like, oh gosh, someone's asking me if they can be helpful right now. Yes, here's what I need you to do. Here's where you can help. And it goes such a long way. So rather than overthinking how can I be helpful? How can I be helpful? Let the question just begin to roll off your th- uh, roll off your tongue in everyday situations, and you will find that you are helpful in so many ways to people in in just the littlest moments, and that will make someone's day that much better. Because can you imagine if you are packing your lunch and you're packing your snack and you're packing your computer, and all of a sudden your mom says, "Oh my gosh." Don't forget your show and tell today and you're already late for the bus and you some, and someone said to you, hey, 
can I be helpful right now? And you said, yes. Can you go grab my tarantula skeleton so that I can show my class and my show and tell since you're already ready for school and I'm not? That would go so far in your world. So just think of how much it will go in others and start letting that roll off your tongue. Instead of guessing, just ask. It'll be the best thing you could ever do in your little day to make somebody's day that much better. And that is how we spread kindness, friends. That is how we spread kindness throughout our schools, throughout our homes, with our friends, and in every way in between moments. And I can't wait to hear ways that you were helpful or that someone gave you feedback on how you could be helpful in those days. Be sure to submit so that I can share some of your success stories in our next podcast. Until then, remember to shine bright, be the light, and don't forget you are extraordinary and that you were made on purpose for a purpose. So go out and live it.